I'm going to talk about, I'm not reading from a story, I'm going to talk about something that is very important, I think, to all of us that we have to think about deeply. The image and the word. In the beginning was the word. The word that was creation. Its transformation into the written word came to us when it was first scratched as a hieroglyph or ideogram on a stone or traced in papyrus. And when it traveled from parchment to print in Gutenberg, now that was the next genesis of literacy. It was and is the miraculous ability that humans alone possess within the miracle of creation. Of course, we have learned like birds the means to take to the air. In our new millennium, stated as dedicated to defining and upholding human rights, surely everyone should be able to read and write. Yet, UNESCO reports that nearly 800 million adults in our era in the world cannot read or write, and more than 100 million children do not go to school, deprived of their rightful heritage, literacy. In South Africa, literacy is almost 50% in certain rural areas. What are the reasons worldwide or nearer where everyone's home may be? Poverty and lack of educational facilities are the obvious ones in poor and developing countries. The disastrous economic effect is seen from humble levels. For example, at an automobile assembly plant in South Africa, a few years ago, research found that many workers on the line could follow only spoken orders. They were unable to read any uh, written notification. At the level of higher education for the professions, universities are faced with the problem of students, ostensibly qualified for entry, who do not have the vocabulary or the skilled use of the written word for a university course. The shortage of suitably competent candidates for positions essential in development of governance, social services, industry and commerce is thus evident. In order to serve the needs of our South African fast-growing economy, the leading one on the African continent in terms of resources and infrastructure, we have to import qualified individuals from other countries to fill the vacancies while assisting to raise the capabilities of all South Africans, particularly in industry, an upgraded version of each one teach one. But we come back to the absolute. Literacy is the basis of all learning. Even if one does go on to the differently profound numero ideogrammatic knowledges, of science. And on the way back to the source that is the written word, we arrive at a presently prevalent inter intermediate condition of semi-literacy. This is no doubt worst in multilingual countries where as a result of long colonization, a foreign language became and remains the lingua franca, the second language, not the mother tongue, the word of the inhabitant. One would accept that you're unlikely to be able to read and write the lingua franca as confidently, precisely, as once master of the alphabet 
you could surely read and write your own. But the distinguished writer and academic now, alas, no longer with us, Professor Eskia Mpashlele, told me that black South Africans emerged from their schooling semi-literate in the reading and writing of their own mother tongues, just as white South Africans and those of other ethno-linguistic backgrounds are semi-literate in theirs. To be able to read the words on a billboard and the bubbling closed dialogue of spacemen in a comic book while you're unable to understand the vocabulary of a poem or a story or a novel, the meaningful variations of syntax, the use of words in ways that open up new depths of self-comprehension, self-understanding that is not literacy. That condition is definitely not the condition of being literate. It's, is it not what every individual, every one of us should have by human right? The developing countries, although we have more reasons for producing only the halfway to literacy, we're not alone in this cultural state. Colleges in the USA report the same result of their educational system, a reflection of current cultural values of their society. In Britain, there's the same dismay at young men and women born and educated in the country of the birth of the English language who cannot read or write using the great resources of their mother tongue. So while poverty and lack of educational opportunity are responsible for the great void in our world that is illiteracy, this tragic situation is not the prime cause, let alone the justification for the widespread phenomenon of semi-literacy. The fact is that we are joined, all countries long developed or struggling to develop across the abyss between rich nations and poor, we're all under the threat of the image against the word, the written word. From the first third of the 20th century, the image has been challenging the power of the written word as the stimulation of the imagination the opening of human receptivity. The bedtime story of middle-class childhood has been replaced by the hour in front of the TV screen. In shack settlements all over the poor countries of the globe, the TV aerial signifies the battery-run screen where no book is to be found. School and community libraries don't exist in villages and towns where video cassettes are for hire. Yes, TV images are uh, accompanied by the written the spoken word as well as the written, sometimes by the text, yes, but it is the picture that decides how secondary the word's role shall be. The American writer William Gus defines best, I think, the written word in its home the book. He says, we shall not understand what a book is and why a book has the value many persons have if we forget how important to it is its body, the building that has been built to hold its lines of language safely together. Words on a screen have virtual qualities, to be sure, but they have no materiality. They are only shadows, and when the light shifts, they will be gone. Off the screen, they do not exist as words. 
They do not wait to be reseen, reread. They only wait to be made, remade, relit. Yes, the image of the text of the word disappears off the screen to recall it, along with other visuals. You have to have an apparatus, a cell, a battery, access to an electric power connection. The book needs none of these. Simply held in your hand, it can be read, turned to again and again on a bus, in a subway, in the bath, on a mountaintop, in a queue. This is no fuddy-duddy turning away from progress, believe me. Vast advances in communications technique are an information revolution that has great possibilities for social development, if well used, which means made affordable to the millions in the world whose lives will otherwise be bulldozed by the financial giant, globalization. But information cannot, does not, ever replace illumination. Searching knowledge of the human intellect and spirit that, as all readers among us know, comes in communication through the written word in its infinitely portable, available home between hard or paperback covers. First came the book of the movie. Now it's the book of the website. Don't let it happen. <laughs>